I'm Virginia Allen, and this is the Daily Signal's top news for Tuesday, June 13th. Here are today's headlines. Former President Donald Trump was arraigned at a federal courthouse around 3 p.m. today. He entered a plea of not guilty. Trump is facing 37 federal felony counts related to his possession of classified documents. This is the first time a former president has ever faced federal charges. Supporters of Trump rallied in support of the former president close to the courthouse. Here's how it sounded via Twitter user Graham Allen. Trump left the courthouse in Miami before 4 p.m. and headed to the airport. He is flying back to his golf club in Bedminster, New Jersey, and he plans to give a speech tonight. Stay tuned. And in other news, the Biden administration is asking Congress for $76 million to fund diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. The State Department's first chief diversity and inclusion officer Gina Abercrombie Winstanley testified before Congress today, and she said she is requesting the $76 million to help with things like tracking race and gender demographics in the State Department. This money would be spread across government departments, according to Abercrombie Winstanley. A little under 10 percent of that funding will go to my office. With that budget, we'll fund our barrier analyses, travel, demographic baseline reports, and special reports on thematic issues. It also includes our small project initiatives, which fund projects that advance DEIA domestically or abroad and would allow me to also increase my staff from 12 to 14 positions. Florida Republican Representative Brian Mast responded to Abercrombie Wynn Stanley's request, saying the DEI initiatives would cause division. The Washington Examiner reports that Mass said the State Department's DEI office has a clever name that uses strong emotional words, diversity, equity, inclusion, but functionally does the opposite of what America has always stood for, which is very simply the best man, the best woman for the job. Mass continued on saying the office is giving people the impression or given many people outside of the State Department the sense that it is looking for a preferred race or at minimum not white, that it is looking for a preferred religion or at minimum not Christian, or that it is looking for a preferred sex orientation or identity or at minimum not straight male. The $76 million request comes when the Biden administration has made a push across the government to expand DEI initiatives. There is new information in the investigation into President Joe Biden's dealings with Ukrainian natural gas firm Burisma Holdings. On Friday, we reported that President Biden was given $5 million by an executive of the Burisma Holdings. The money is believed to have been in exchange for influence on U.S. foreign policy in 2015 and 2016 when Biden was vice president. 
Asked about the allegations last week, Biden told reporters that's a bunch of malarkey. At the time, Biden's son Hunter sat on the board of the gas firm. Now, Senator Chuck Grassley, a Republican who represents Iowa, says the Burisma executive who allegedly paid the Biden family the $5 million kept 17 audio recordings of his conversations with Biden and his son Hunter. These recordings are reportedly referenced in an FBI form. The form details an FBI interview with a highly credible source who claims to have had multiple conversations and meetings with a top Burisma official since 2015. Now, Fox News is reporting that Grassley says the document detailing the FBI's interview with this source contains a redacted reference that the Burisma executive possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between himself and Hunter Biden. Two of the recordings are allegedly with then-Vice President Joe Biden. Now, allegedly, the Burisma executive kept the recordings for a sort of insurance policy. Now, Grassley is calling on the FBI to release the complete unredacted form, known as an FD-1023. Let's take a listen. Getting a full and complete 1023 is critical for the American people to know and understand the true nature of the document and to hold the Justice Department and the FBI accountable. It's also important for asserting congressional, constitutional congressional oversight powers against an out-of-control executive branch, obviously drunk with political infection. Grassley added that Congress owes it to the American people to continue to fight for transparency in this matter and others. Well, speaking of the president, on Saturday, President Joe Biden hosted a Pride Month event at the White House. During the event, trans activist Rose Montoya filmed a video topless. Are we topless at the White House? The White House issued a statement today condemning Montoya's actions. The White House said this behavior is inappropriate and disrespectful for any event at the White House. It is not reflective of the event we hosted to celebrate LGBTQIA families or the other hundreds of guests who were in attendance. Individuals in the video will not be invited to future events. As a TikTok influencer, Montoya shared another video following the backlash saying, my trans masculine friends were showing off their top surgery scars and living in joy, and I wanted to join them. And because it is perfectly within the law of Washington, D.C., I decided to join them and cover my nipples just to play it safe. Well, with that, we're going to leave it there for today's show. Thank you for joining us on today's edition of the Daily Signal's Top News. If you haven't had the chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow morning's conversation. My colleague Tyler O'Neill, he's sitting down with Richard Gamble. He's the founder of Eternal Wall of Answered Prayer. It's in England, and Gamble is leading this project to build a brick monument that will celebrate the power of prayer. This is a conversation you don't want to miss. 
Also, make sure to take just a moment to subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. Thanks again for joining us today. Have a great night. We'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.